Welcome to Get Uncomfortable, a show where we explore the process of becoming familiar with challenges, changes, and setbacks, and turning those into fuel and opportunities in your life. I believe the life we are searching for is found by going through discomfort and embracing it, not by choosing the path of least resistance. Listen in and enjoy conversations aimed to help you improve your life, overcome setbacks, and build a community that can rise together. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Get Uncomfortable. I'm your host, Shay McMaster with Enlightened Athlete. Well, uh, we took last week off. I just did not get a chance to upload another episode during the move. I am officially a Floridian now. We are relocated in Florida. We drove halfway across the country and uh, landed in Lakeland. So if any of you out there listening are in Florida and know of a great jiu-jitsu gym or an MMA gym, hit me up and let me know what it is because I am looking at quite a few of them and I'm trying to find one uh, that has morning classes ideally. I found one here in town that has that, so I am looking for that. So if you're from the area and you know of one, uh, shoot me an email. You can find uh, my email in the show notes. Okay, Uh, the other thing is, if you enjoy the show, please share it with somebody who you think will find value in the show, any of the shows. Share a show with a friend. That helps us grow the show, helps us grow the community, helps us secure guests, uh, helps grow the podcast, and that's the goal here, to increase our reach and our impact to be able to help people who need it. I want to be able to give you guys the lesson without the scar. I got that from Alex Hormozzi. I was listening to his new book, $100 Million Leads. Uh, It's a really deep, uh, really good book. If you are in business in any facet, it will grow your business if you listen to it. It's so much. I have to listen to it like three more times. It's crazy because he puts it all out for free on his podcast. He broke it up into chunks and put the entire book the audiobook with him reading it for free on his podcast just so people can get the information. Um, and I think he also said if you buy it on Amazon or wherever uh, you can buy it, he put it at the cheapest possible price that they would let him put it at. He's not trying to make a buck on it. He's just trying to give people value, which I respect highly. He's trying to help people win, which is what I want to do. I want to help people win. If you think somebody would find value in the show or any of the episodes or a- anything that we're putting out, Share it with a friend. That helps me. Maybe you don't even know me personally, but that helps me, and I appreciate you for doing that. I hope I can help you win, and I hope I can help your friends win. I mean, the way I look at it is you don't always get to initially pick the people that you spend a lot of time with, family, coworkers. You know, when you take a job, you don't always initially think about, like, hey, who am I going to be spending all of my time with? And now when I create a community... I try to spend my time with what I would call like fighter jets. I don't want people that are lazy. I don't want people around me that are negative and fucking self-sabotaging all the time. And I don't want people that are going at half speed. I don't want people that wake up dreading the day and dreading their life. I don't have time to be around that shit. 
I'm trying to go places. I'm trying to get shit done. And I want to be around people who are doing the same. I do not have time for, let's call them crop dusters. God, I know I heard that somewhere. Uh, the fighter jet versus the crop duster. I'm looking for fighter jets. That's who I want to spend my time around, people that are trying to get better. And uh, you don't always initially think about that when you take a job and you definitely can't pick your family. But as you get older and as you get more experience in life and as you start to be able to kind of cultivate and create your community around you, who you choose to spend your time with, you have the ability to pick fighter jets. You have the ability to pick people who will make you better who will push you to do more than you are comfortable with. That's what I want in my life. That's who I have been lucky enough to find and spend time with. People that have skills that I don't have that can teach me something. People that work harder than me, are more dedicated and more disciplined than me, make me strive for more, have done more than I have, that give me something to shoot for. I don't want people that are feeding their fucking face full of Burger King and McDonald's and fucking pizza and getting drunk on the weekends and have no goals. I do not have time for that shit. Now, if that is something you like to do, I'm not dogging on you and I'm not dogging on the people that do that. I know people in my life that do that that I love dearly. I love them. I still love them. But I know that they are not the people to rely on when I'm looking for motivation or to get shit done or to model my life after. That's Those are not the people that I'm going to be following in that aspect. I I can still love them and there's nothing wrong with those choices, but for me, I'm not spending my time with those people and not, I'm not I'm not even talking about the things that I'm trying to get done with those people because it doesn't resonate with them and that's fine. When you try to get a lot of shit done and you try to make shit happen and, and improve your life and the life of your immediate family, people don't understand it. And sometimes, and Dave Wood said this actually on uh, the episode that Jordan and I did with him. He said, the people the closest to you will dig at you. Those are the people that will give you the most shit. Like, all right, you're going to get a real job? Oh, yeah, you're still doing that uh, gym thing? You're still, uh, still doing that, huh? Uh, they'll dig at you. Your friends will make fun of you until you show them the results. People do not believe. They cannot see what you have in your head until you show them what you have in your head. Uh, for reference, Dave Wood was on episode 105, so go listen to that podcast. It was a fantastic episode. I'm still learning shit from that episode. But uh, you you can't expect people to understand the vision that you have in your head, especially if it's big and audacious, and uh, you're trying to play not small. You're not trying to play small and safe. People will not understand that shit. And we live in this culture where people try to knock everybody down that wants to get out of the day-to-day grind or wants to create their own life, right? And it's not like, if you want to start a business, I'll tell you this, it's more of a fucking grind than going to your nine-to-five. It's a lot harder than a nine-to-five because you're never off. You're never off of work. You're never not thinking about it. You're never done. You're never uh, not taking calls. You're never not returning emails. You're never planning the new thing and working on this project. It never stops, but it is 100 times more fulfilling than working for somebody else's dream, for working for a boss. This And this is, this is my take on it, right? This is like my experience, and I wouldn't change that for the world. It's amazing. That's why I'm going to continue to do this podcast. Um, 
I want the control. I, I want to be able to create something in my life. And it feels great. So that's the other thing. And maybe you've heard about it before, but like the crabs in a bucket. I was telling Quinn about this the other day. They, the story goes, if you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket and one of the crabs tries to make a break, tries to climb out of the bucket, the other crabs will grab that one and pull it back down. Now, I've never tested this. I don't know if they actually do that or not, but it paints a good picture of what people in your life closest to you will do. You would think, hey, maybe we should work together. The crabs should work together and climb out of the bucket and get out of the bucket so they don't die. But one tries to make a break and they pull it back down. That's what will happen in your life. People will talk shit on you when you try to make your life better, when you try to put yourself out there, when you try to start something. People will laugh at you, make little side comments, or maybe you'll never even hear it. Maybe they're doing it uh, behind your back. And who gives a fuck? Because they're not in the arena, right? You are in the arena. You are the one who's taking the chances, taking the risk. And guess what? Every time you fail, you learn. That's what people don't fucking get. People are so scared of failure. People are so scared of falling on their face that they never even try. Well, guess what? If you don't fail, you don't learn. I wish I would have learned that sooner in my life. I was so scared of looking like an idiot growing up that I didn't do anything. I didn't try to do anything. I didn't try to learn anything. Now I am excited to suck at something. I am excited to fail because when I fail, that is invaluable experience. Failing and learning is so much more applicable to your life than winning by accident. Winning by accident, you don't learn anything. That's what I found out. And all the top athletes and all the motivational coaches and speakers and everybody that is worth a shit knows this too. Winning on accident without systems and without figuring out what not to do is not sustainable. So failure is actually the key to learning and and maintaining performance at a high level for a long time. It's one of the keys. I guess it's not the key. But you got to fail, right? And you got to not give a shit what other people think because if you are secure enough in the vision that you have in your mind of what you want your life to look like, and no matter what happens to you, you will not fall off of that track. You will just adjust and you will improvise and you will overcome, then you will get there and you will start to show those motherfuckers what success looks like because your results will speak for you. You will not have to defend yourself. You will not have to take into account their opinion. Who gives a fuck? If they're not in the arena, they will not understand. But when your results start to speak for yourself, because you're working harder than everybody else, you're not quitting, you're not backing down, you're not letting little setbacks make you stop or second-guess yourself or question yourself, you just continue, and the results will speak for themselves. That's what you have to search for. I guess I'm on this rant because, you know, I'm kind of starting a new chapter in my life and it feels like I'm kind of gearing up again for, you know, something new. And maybe I have some self-doubt, which is okay, I think. But I understand now from my life experiences that you have to execute in the face of fear. You have to execute in the face of doubt. I don't even have anybody doubting me. There's nobody that's like doubting me. It's me. And I just have to recognize that and continue to move forward, which is what I'm going to do. So, I mean, really, like, 
I guess back to who I spend my time with and who maybe you spend your time with, why don't you take inventory of the five people you spend the most time with and and from an objective standpoint, removing any stories that you would tell yourself about that person, I don't like them or I do like them, whatever. Removing any story, just objectively take a look at those five people's lives and determine if you would like your life to look like theirs. If you look at all five of those people and you say, yes. I want my life to turn out exactly like their life is, then you're doing very well. That is the goal. And if you have that, congrats, because that's fucking rare. I'll tell you that. If you're unhappy in your life and you take a look around at the five people you spend the most time with, I can tell you where you are in your life. I don't even need to know you. I can see the five people you spend the most time with, and I can tell you exactly if you're in shape, I can tell you if you are a driven person. I can tell you if you are, uh, are going to be successful in business. I can tell if you have a good career. I can tell if you have a good family life because we are like those that we spend time with. That's why I'm very conscious about who I spend time with. Now, if you look around at those people and you say, hey, I don't want my life to turn out like this shit at all, it's time to start taking conscious steps to change the people that you're around, change the, the people you spend time with. And I had to do this in my life too. And... Partly, I mean, it wasn't like I was hanging out with losers or anything, but, you know, you just kind of fall into these habits or what's comfortable or what's easy, and it's like you just stop and you look around and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I don't think I want to do this. I don't want to I don't want to have a job like that. I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to have a shitty marriage. I don't want my kids to hate me. Like, you start to look around and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? But... It's because I, for me, it was like I wasn't taking conscious control. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know who I wanted to be. But once I got clear on that and I started to know myself, I was able to correct course and say, all right, these are the type of people I'm seeking out. These are the type of people I'm going to spend time with. These are the type of people I'm going to learn from. And something funny happens when you put yourself in that position wholeheartedly when you truly start to believe in yourself and you put that energy out there that that is the shit that I'm going after the I think the universe conspires to work for you it starts to bring those people into your life and it starts to present you with opportunities that you wouldn't have had otherwise if you have a shitty mindset and a shitty attitude and you're talking about how everything's terrible all the time you're telling the universe that you love suffering and not a suffering that will bring you gains suffering and misery for the sake of suffering and misery and that's what you get more of but when you put yourself out there in a way and this is internal you are doing a mindset shift internally to say i am ready to fucking crush it i am ready to live up to my potential i'm ready to level the fuck up in my life the universe says all right i got you like let's fucking go are you really ready for this And then it will present you with challenges to test you, to make sure you're really ready for it. And then you will overcome those challenges because you are so laser focused on success and leveling up that you fucking crush those tests. And then it starts to bring you these opportunities and these people. I can't even explain to you how it happened with my business. But I started with nothing, nothing. I started in a garage, an uninsulated garage in the middle of fucking winter. And built it up into a six-figure business in a town with 25,000 people and a very low uh, median income. Nobody thought I could do that. 
but I knew what I could do. I knew what I wanted, and nothing was going to stop me from getting there. I burned the fucking boats. I quit my job on Friday morning, the job that I had. It was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock probably. <clears throat> I just, they pulled me into the office. And I'm like, well, you're not doing very good. I was like, yeah, because I hate this, and I quit, by the way. I went home. I, uh, I cleaned out my garage, and I started training people by 11 o'clock that morning on that same Friday. I knew what I could do. I knew what I wanted, and I made it happen. Nothing stopped me. Nothing was going to stop me. I burned the boats. There was no other option. And when you do that, the universe does help you. God helps you. Your spirit guides help you, whatever you want to call it. It conspires to assist you in your journey when you are ready to level up. But if you stay in that negative mindset and you stay in that, uh, the sports psychologist teacher that I had in college called it stinking thinking. You know, just, it's a shitty mindset. Poor me, victim consciousness, uh, everybody's out to get me, nothing ever works for me. You get more of that, right? You create your own reality and you get more of that. But, when you have a mindset of like, I'm going to the top, I'm a fighter jet and I'm not stopping and nobody's fucking throwing me off, shit gets out of your way. It's weird. It just gets out of your way. Or maybe um, the fact that you're so focused, you don't even notice the little setbacks that would have thrown you into a tizzy before. You don't even recognize them because you're so laser focused on one thing, success, leveling up, whatever that is for you, right? Success is such an ethereal term. But it's different for everybody. But whatever your goal is, and you have to have goals. You have to have goals. And the goals will shift and change due to life circumstances, but you have to have goals. So I guess the moral of this episode is make sure you know yourself. You you know, you develop a positive mindset. You make sure that you are uh, setting goals that are important to you that you will stop at nothing to get done. Evaluate your friend group. Evaluate the people you spend the most time with. Make sure that you want your life to look like theirs. And if you don't, it's time to start seeking out some different mentors, some different groups. For me, I started with podcasts initially. Podcasting served for me as a form of like virtual mentors. I listened to people that were much further along on the path than me, much more successful had already developed a solid community, have great insights into what they want out of their life. And podcasting was that for me. Podcasting initially was my mentor. And it got me connected to other people. And it got me to switch my mindset around. Do not let the fear of failure stop you from trying. If there's anything you take away from this episode, just because you're scared doesn't mean you don't get to do it. There's only one you, just like there's only one me. And your life experiences and your perspective and the way that you perceive reality, people need to hear what you have to say in whatever way that that is. If it's inside of an organization, if it's through a podcast, if it's through a book, if it's through a business that you create, if it's through being a parent, if it's through being a coach, People need to hear that if you are willing to get better, if you are willing to get some bumps along the way, people need to hear that. So don't let the fear of what other people think or the fear of failure stop you from doing what you 
we're put here to do. Because we all have potential. We all have something that we can give to the world. Like, it's not just a fucking accident that we're here. I don't, I don't believe that. That doesn't make any sense to me. And uh, maybe it's because I'm not smart enough to understand that everything is random in the universe. But I don't think that. That's not how I feel. So don't let that shit stop you. And the other thing, I'm reading a book right now called Flow. I don't know how to say the dude's name. It looks like this. Mahali, Mihali, Chikset Mihali. It's M-I-H-A-L-Y. Yeah, it sounds, it's a weird name. But the book is called Flow, The Psychology of the Optimal Experience. And it aligns perfectly with the entire Get Uncomfortable philosophy. So his original work, the book that he published was uh, published like in 1990, I think, which is the year I was born. But Stephen Kotler is a guy who has published more recent books. The Rise of Superman is one of them. And he talks about a lot about the flow work, the studies that they did on flow. But basically like what, what flow comes down to is like humans do best when they are challenged, when their limits are stretched. That's when we're actually having the optimal experience in life, when we're stretched, when we're challenged, when we're not just laying around, being fucking lazy, taking money from the government, fucking doing nothing to provide for society, not working out, not working on projects, not trying to better ourselves. You don't get the optimal experience by being a piece of shit is not exactly how he would put it, but that's how I would put it. You get the optimal experience by stretching yourself, by doing something that is difficult, that allows you to feel like you have some control over. Uh, I did pull up basically some of the uh, prerequisites for flow. So some of the parts that represent a state of optimal experience and deep engagement. Uh, clear goals. Flow often occurs when there are clear and specific goals in an activity. Knowing what needs to be accomplished provides a sense of purpose and direction, helping individuals concentrate their attention. Immediate feedback. Activities that offer immediate feedback on one's actions are more likely to induce flow. This feedback allows individuals to adjust their efforts in real time, contributing to a sense of control and progress. This is the one I, I like. Balance of skill and challenge. Flow tends to occur when the perceived level of challenges in an activity matches an individual's skill level. If a task is too easy, it can lead to boredom, while if it's too difficult, it can result in anxiety. Flow emerges when there's a perfect balance between the two. Okay, I like that because that's saying if the shit is too easy and you're not doing anything to challenge yourself, to stretch a little bit, you're not going to get the optimal experience. Humans actually do better. They have a better sense of self. Their their brain is better organized. He goes into so much uh, deep research in this. Everything comes out better on the other side from flow, and you only get flow if you're stretching a little bit. Now, you can't go too hard based on the flow research. You can't take on something that's too big that you don't know how to do. Like, let's say you've never ridden a skateboard before, and you're going to try to go down a huge half pipe, right? And you don't have the skills necessary to do that. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to get anxiety. You're not going to get anything out of it. But if you have maybe ridden a skateboard before and you're going to try to uh, maybe land a kickflip, okay, you can do that, right? But you couldn't do a kickflip before, but you're trying to do it now. The 
act of throwing yourself into that activity with something that is stretching you, that is not just sitting on a couch, will likely induce a state of flow. So humans actually do best when they are pushed, when they are challenged. And if nobody's doing that for you, do it for yourself, right? You owe it to your family, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your community to push yourself. Uh, Ramdas says this a lot and uh, really resonates with me. The only thing I can do for you is work on myself. And the only thing that you can do for me is to work on yourself. Because if we're all better individuals, the collective is better off, right? And I've said that before. Like, if people are happier, if each individual person is happier, there's less assholes, the world's a better place. So, uh, yeah, this is a little bit of a, a ranty one here. I, I mean, I don't even have my podcast studio set up here in Florida. I'm just in an office uh, in the front of the house. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. I wanted to get one out before you know, another week passes by, but we're finally kind of set up here in Florida. Got all my equipment out. Uh, you're going to be hearing this tomorrow. Uh, so this is actually pretty fresh. So, uh, yeah, tomorrow I'm actually going on a podcast called in stride, uh, with Sinead Halpin Maynard. Uh, she is one of the top equestrian eventers in the country. Um, I got introduced to her through one of my clients from Hastings and I am so stoked uh, again, the podcast is called In Stride. I will post about it on my Instagram. Um, I'd highly recommend you check out the podcast because she talks about a lot of the same stuff that we talk about, but from a different perspective. So it's really interesting for me to hear their take on the stuff. They just did like a four-part series called The Equestrian Mastermind. Um, and they talk about all of these mental tools and habits and things that you can do to visualize your success and uh, the relationship with fear and it, it was just it's just really really useful stuff and I love to hear other people's perspectives on these mental tools and overcoming anxiety and you know they're doing something very difficult the act of eventing is very hard like I trained a client who did this and it is very physically intensive um, there is a relationship going on between you and the horse there are judges, there's a ton of pressure. I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. So um, if you have time, check out their podcast. It's a, it's a really good show. I hope you enjoyed uh, this show. I hope you got something out of it. If you did, please share it with somebody who you think would find value and who needs to hear it. Post it up on Instagram. Um, just share out the show for us. That helps us out a ton. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Until next time, go get uncomfortable.